Want my help getting a robotics automation or tech career at a Fortune 500 company or innovative startup so that you can finally level up your earnings, work on the coolest projects ever, and have practically unlimited earning potential for the rest of your career? Listen up. My robotics mentorship program is officially open. This is a 90-day career intensive where we get crystal clear on your dream robotics job, reinvent your professional brand, and fill in the technical gaps so that you can get a six-figure-plus career at the hottest companies on the planet. If you're interested, go to learnrobotics.org podcast to sign up. We'll text a bit to see if you're a fit and then get you registered if it makes sense. Again, go to learnrobotics.org podcast. Now on to today's episode. What's going on, guys? Liz here from Learn Robotics doing another episode of Learn Robotics with Liz. Thanks so much for checking out this episode. We're going to be talking about women in robotics and why there aren't that many women in robotics these days and how might you want to get into robotics if you are a woman and some of my experiences as a professional in the engineering industry and some of the tips that I could share with you if you are a woman and you're currently in engineering and you're feeling a little bit fed up or frustrated, that and more on today's episode of Learn Robotics with Liz. Again, keeping it raw, not doing too much editing with this. Going to try to do a one-take recording, which is very difficult. If you've ever recorded something and you're like, oh no, I'm going to fumble over some words and stuff like that. But I want to keep it real with you and I want to keep it raw. So let's just jump right into it. Women in Robotics So fun fact, it's probably about 80 to 90% men to about 10 to 20% women in robotics. That was my experience in engineering school. You know, in engineering, typically it's, you know, 70, 30 men to women. Um, In robotics, it gets a little bit narrower. So it's usually, you know, for every nine guys, there's one woman. And it can be challenging trying to be in that environment. For me personally, I never really looked at that as an as a reason not to do robotics. I always just did what interests me, and I honestly still do that. I just do the things that interest me, and I don't really worry what other people think. And if you have that kind of personality, I think it can do you a lot of good because you're not too, too consumed with what other people think of you. You're just worried about what fulfills you and what motivates you. And I would kind of encourage that mentality going into engineering or into really any profession as a woman, as a man, if you can stick to what you want to do and, you know, be a good person and have those good fundamentals and focus on always improving and working on your own individual goals, that will get you a lot of success, that within itself. But It is very true. As a woman in engineering, you're going to be spending a lot of time with men. That's just how it is. Hopefully over time, that number will kind of even out as more women become aware of the opportunities in technology, in coding, in software, in electronics, in engineering in general, and in robotics. And part of why I put Learn Robotics together is to have resources available for anybody that wants to get into the robotic space and have a kind of a lower learning curve into that transition from not knowing anything about technology, not knowing anything about coding, to actually building devices that work. And that can be intimidating for a lot of people, women especially. 
really anybody that's new to technology, that can be a very intimidating first step. And so if you are interested in having access to that training, you can head over to learnrobotics.org and look at our level one and level two programs. And that will kind of get you into that world in a low intimidating kind of way. But kind of my experience in engineering as a woman, there's kind of one thing that comes to mind that can be kind of frustrating. And if you are a female engineer and you're working in the industry, a lot of times you'll say things or you'll provide solutions to your colleagues and you'll kind of communicate what you're hoping to do and it doesn't go anywhere. People don't hear you, people don't listen to you, people don't understand you. And then I've been in situations where I'll say something on like what I think the next step is or what I think the issue is with a engineering problem or you know a project that we're working on and then nobody hears nothing it doesn't get communicated for whatever reason and then two seconds later a male colleague will say the exact same thing just about verbatim and it's like they get a raise they get a gold star they get you know all these accolades and what i would recommend is in these instances you've got to have you know colleagues that you can work with, right? So you have to have some some male colleagues that can kind of interpret and stand up for you and communicate like, well, wait a minute, no, that was Liz's idea. Like, yeah, it's a good idea, but Liz just said that. Or, you know, you have to have some colleagues that can kind of jump in. And, and this all comes down to management and leadership across the board. No matter if you're a man or a woman or whoever you are, you need to be able to give people the credit and the recognition for the ideas that they have. And this isn't just specific to engineering. I'm sure there are other fields where this happens, where you sometimes feel like as a professional woman that you need a male interpreter to get your points across. And I totally get that. I've totally been there. But one of the tips that I've had is to just become friendlier or become better colleagues or a better leader with people on your team and speak up, you know, and that includes other women. So like if you are one of, you know, 10 people on the team and maybe there's one other woman there, like you've got to speak up about like other women's ideas or other people's idea, you know, don't just let other people take credit for people's ideas and solutions. You've got to be able to communicate like and give credit where credit is do. So that's kind of one tip. The other tip is going into the world of engineering and robotics as a woman, you have to just know what you're getting yourself into. So it is a heavily male dominant field. And the only way to combat, you know, the whole stigma behind women in engineering or women in technology is to just be really good at what you do. So if you're really good at what you do, and you're a subject matter expert, it doesn't matter who you are. You know, so if you build those skills and you actually know what you're talking about and you're able to communicate that effectively, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or your, you know, your favorite color is purple. It just matters that you know what you're doing and you're a reliable person as a professional. People in the industry, professionals, whether you work for a company or you're doing consulting or whatever you might be doing as an engineer or a technical person, if you know your stuff then people will respect you for that. And that just is across the board. So third tip for people that are maybe considering getting into engineering, you're, let's say you're in high school or you're maybe thinking about a career change and you're a woman and you want to get into engineering, 
Um, I said a little bit to, you know, set your expectations going into it and then also crush it, you know, know your stuff, get to be really good at what you do. Um, the other thing is to have as many experiences as possible. So put yourself out there, work on a lot of projects, fail a lot, learn from your mistakes and have a portfolio that you can lean on because that builds some credibility and that'll also build your confidence. So the more projects and the more technical work that you do, the more you can speak about it, the easier it is for you to justify why you should be there in the first place, right? So if you have a lot of wins under your belt and you can go into a company, even if your team is 100% men and you're the only, you know, the only woman there, like if you know what you're doing and you have, you know, the projects and the experiences to back it up, even if they're just, you know, in-school experiences, whether they're projects you've worked on in a class or they're, you know, internships or they're small jobs or you've done some like freelancing work, the more work and the more experiences that you can pick up as an individual, the more credibility and confidence you can grow. And therefore, you'll make sure, you know, when you're in those scenarios where maybe you're not maybe your ideas aren't being heard or maybe people aren't giving you credit where it's deserved, you can kind of lean on those and use, you know, that, you know, backbone of experiences to kind of get to get through it. Um, so that would be kind of my high level approach to women, robotics and engineering. What I'd like to do is ask you now in the poll below to let me know what you think about Women in engineering, if you're a woman and you're listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave me a message or send me a, um, an email. Go to learnrobotics.org slash contact and just shoot me a message. Let me know that you've listened to the show. If it's helped you in any way, shape, or form, um, feel free to subscribe to this show. I'm going to be coming out with new content all the time. And that is all for today. If you know a, of a woman that's interested in technology that maybe needs to hear this podcast, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you soon.